on last week's Irrevelations. Judges 11, we find out that Jetha was a mighty man of valor, but also the son of a whore. Cool, dude. Cool. Yeah, cool. It's like the Winston Churchill situation, right? You don't want him in peacetime. Right. But you want him in wartime. Yeah, I want right? him in wartime. God gave this to us. This was a gift. And they're like, what about all those people that were obviously stabbed and raped to death? They're like, it is a gift. He's basically the uh, he's basically one of those rednecks that shot a seat guy after 9-11. <laughs> it's almost like he blames her. Like, oh, you stupid bitch. Why'd you have to come out of the house? And he says, all right, Gileadites, uh, let's kill all these motherfuckers. Don't believe what you read, folks. God would never do the thing he just did. Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. All right, so before we even get started this week, I think we need to address the elephant in the room. That okay. that you and I had a little fight this week, right? And let okay. me say, now this fight, I feel like, is whatever. I don't want to talk about it, obviously. It's too fresh. The wounds are still open. But yeah, it was all your fault, but yeah. Le- no, absolutely not. But that's the point. Anyways, because we can't agree still. What I will say, it makes me think about whenever you do are wrong, right? Whenever you have to admit you're wrong. Right. Do you know what the hardest thing about that is every single time that I win a fight with you? Okay. The hardest thing is always my dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing makes me happier. That would explain your erectile dysfunction. (laughs) Oh, nice. Because I'm never wrong, bitch! (laughs) The implication. Well, Um, maybe you could be wrong every now and then for your boy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Sierra would really appreciate that. (laughs) You just call me 2 a.m. Cole, I need your views on apartheid. (laughs) (laughs) She's feeling it. Jesus. All right, great. Um, So... uh, (laughs) Perhaps more controversial news. Uh, did you see Joker? I did. I saw it last night. Just you saw it last night. I saw it last night too. Mm. I was real pumped about it. Um, I don't want to. So we're going to talk about Joker. Let's spoil uh, it. I'm fine. So with that. if you don't want spoilers, no, check the don't description. Don't do a spoiler we'll alert. Fucking, so you can shut up. I I I care. Because. Um, okay. Isn't I normally wouldn't give a shit. Like, I was like, hey, I just watched Grown Ups 2. You know, I'm not going to give you a fucking spoiler. Because, spoiler, you already knew going in it sucked. Sure. But uh, <laughs> but uh, Joker was... Um, well, so, check the description. That's our fucking start of Bible talk. Now we're going to start fucking shitting or not on Joker. Um, so, I want us to count to three. Down from three. And then we just... Spoken word. Let's say what we thought about it. Like, just first words that come to mind, all right? All right, but you're going to go first, or I'm going to go? No, we're going to go at the same time. We're going to go at the same time. Why? (laughs) What are you, the Joker? All right, count it down, count it down, count it down, count it down. All right, just three, three, two, one. I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the negative, the press that came out after Venice was spot on. 
all the press that came out whenever like the normal shitty journalists got to it has sucked. Right. Right. Like it's now become a political divide, and that is the stupidest fucking thing I can imagine for a superhero movie. That's I mean, basically if you want to call it that, yeah. Yeah, if I, sure. I mean, Batman's in it, so kind of. Yeah, you yeah. see the birth of Batman, right? In a way, yeah, it's part of it. Uh, I, I, I wasn't quite sure when I realized I was viewing art, but I just fucking was blown away by. I that. mean, Joaquin I, Phoenix is a god, and he gets better he is every fucking time. Great, but when that scene. Where he is fantasizing about being in the audience, that very first where oh, he comes yeah. home and, and he's like him. imagine himself and shit, and he's like thinking about how you know he's having that fantasy of being told he's special and shit. Yeah. I was like, fuck, <laughs> I am watching some shit right now. I'm fucking, yeah. I am in deep. I I thought it was fucking amazing. I thought it was easily one of the best movies I've seen this year. Yeah. And certainly in modern times, and maybe one of the best movies I've ever seen. I was fucking loving it. I don't I, know if that's too strong a take, but... No, I mean, yeah, it was really fucking good, no doubt. Um, yeah. The thing, here's what's pissing me off again. I want to go back to the press, because I'm an angry little fucking person. Right, right, right. So, everyone's like, oh, this isn't, he's an incel, right? Which, I mean, debatably, sure. I, I think it, as someone who loves incel culture and fucking <laughs> lives off that 4chan incel garbage, yeah, uh, I definitely could see the parallels in how it was kind of, may, maybe maybe kind of um, sort of dual evolution there. They just happen to be on the same level. I feel like incels in themselves have kind of like uh, absorbed mental illness culture or whatever. But yeah, here's the problem. He's severely neuroatypical, right. or you could say however you want. He has a learning disability. Journalists are bullying retards. <laughs> they are. That's. I mean, if he's you, not if you're just anti. If you're anti the Joker, you're anti mental illness or whatever. Well, no. Here's the problem. The guy, he's not. He's only a. You only identify with him if you have a disease that makes it where you laugh uncontrollably. Like, I mean, this is not like, oh, this guy was radicalized by 4chan and he lives at his parents' house and well, sure he does, but like, it's not. Yeah. He is not a modern. And so that's the problem. I, I think I think what I thought watching it was that there was so much where I was like, fuck, this guy is extremely relatable to me, but not sympathetic. Yeah. Oh, not and at I, all. I, I, I think that's maybe a subtlety involved that like I was watching people like, yeah, we're like the Joker. I was like, the Joker's not a fucking good guy. You can it's relate like, to him. It's like when cops the, like the Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, get the fuck out of here with that shit. So, I, yeah, I was watching Joker, and there were so many scenes where I was like, fuck, that fucking cuts deep, or that's fucking relatable. But especially towards the end of the movie, I was like, this is going fucking deep. Yeah, yeah. And there were so many instances where I thought the movie was going to compromise. And, and serious spoiler, I thought the movie was going to fucking compromise, and then it just kept going deeper and deeper. And I was like, I can't believe the fucking movie I'm watching right now. Yeah. I really thought the pretty girl would be safe. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were so many instances Wait, did where he I kill was her? like, I, I think it's implied. Yeah, I don't, couldn't tell. I mean, how do you think he got out of that fucking room? True. I mean, there were so many things where you just, you watch a normal movie or a superhero movie or any fucking movie, you know? I mean, even if it's fucking the movie Hitman or some shit or movies where people kill other people. Yeah. And there's characters where you're like, yeah, I get that they look like they're in danger, but nobody would ever make a movie where the pretty happy people fucking die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody would ever make a movie where the villain does actually get the horrible shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
the Bond movies always create some pretty girl that's a whore that gets to die first, and then there's the pretty girl who's like, but I'm a neurosurgeon yeah. in these, <laughs> these, uh, these super short shorts, and I'm safe, right? No matter what yeah. happens, I'm safe. Very cool, Halle Berry. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, they're, like uh, when he fucking... God, the fucking his mom died and shit. I was like, we are we're deep. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, or when he is... kills he kills his coworker. That was yeah. And like, yeah, he lets the little person go. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you're cool. <laughs> you're all right, guy. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I, it just surprised me in every turn. I thought it was great. Um, uh, we, me, uh, me and the lady, we walked out of that theater thinking, "Fuck, this is yeah." Know, it was, it was brilliant. Something. I loved it. Uh, I, I as I was watching it though, there was a lot of uh, I don't know if it's intentional or it just happens to be that that's just part of the time. But I definitely could see the incel culture references, whether yeah. or not they were direct or not. But well, the, yeah, I mean, the, with this line when he before he kills, uh, um, before he kills the t- talk show host, when he's like, yeah. oh, "This is what happens when you cross a loner with whatever, whatever he's saying." Yeah, when you when a society yeah, has, right. has, has shit on us, and I was like, you know, uh, abandoned by society and shit. Uh, but it's stalking... easy to look at that and not see it as a role model. <laughs> you know, like I don't. Yeah, get... yeah. I, again, I was like, yeah, we've all been stepped on. We've all been fucked over in life. Uh, th- we probably all have feelings of wanting to attack our oppressors, quote unquote. And it's funny because the movement behind him in the movie, right, had kind of co-opted his energy, but was not even on the same page as him, which is funny. I mean, that's the, that's also a thing. Like, if anyone is taking the Joker and being like, yeah, this is weird, fuck society, whatever, do you right. not realize that, like, you're not, he, you're not on the same page? Like, you don't, he doesn't agree with you. Like, it's like it's like it's like people are like I'm doing this for Satan. I'm like I don't think you guys don't have the same motives. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like self-proclaimed Satanists. In a sense, you know, like they're like yeah, we're doing this for Joker, and Joker's like, well, I appreciate the energy, but I got nothing to do with you. Yeah, people. they all. It was like, like it was like if Occupy Wall Street decided that Milo Yiannopoulos was going to be their like guy. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Why? He's like I uh yeah we both we both suck cock but uh, <laughs> Whoa, okay <laughs> good I'll take. uh yeah like the uh, the fantasizing about relationships with other people the crushing loneliness yeah, yeah. The, the feeling of being like downtrodden shit I I thought it was it just was such a slow prodding fucking tense movie I I, I loved it yeah it was good I, I really thought it. it was fucking great I My thought it was uh. Go ahead. My self-indulgent comment is I would really love to see him with Pattinson's upcoming Batman. Oh, there's a new Batman coming out? Yeah, Robert Pattinson is the new Batman. That would be kind of interesting. Uh, I mean, mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of timeline. I don't know how Joker can coexist. Well, I guess they made that claim in the original Batman with Tim Burton. Yeah, you just got to fast forward 20 years to make him a little older looking. Yeah, I guess. Maybe he has Joker, Joker magic. He doesn't age. 60 years old or some shit. Who knows? Um, well, without without women sucking your dick dry and ruining your life. <laughs> they Nick could, out. like, end uh, it. They could, like, <laughs> end it with him, like, being old-ass Joker. And, like, right. Joker I thought it was... Uh, I, I, I was watching it. I remember reading this... Uh, a couple... I guess tweets. I don't know why. It's not like this is a verifiable news story. I just saw a couple of people annoyed who were basically being like, oh, great, Joker's out. Do we really need to understand the fucking mindset of an angsty white male incel piece of shit? And I was like, I don't know that we're not glorifying yeah. it, but I think no it is an interesting, it. you know. 
I'm I personally, as I've mentioned, am super fascinated by incels. They're my favorite terrorist orga- terrorist organization on the planet. I just they're just my favorites. Every yeah. time I see one, honestly, whenever though, I, I'm let down that I'm still alive right now. I was told <laughs> that I was going to be shot last night. <laughs> Somehow I was, I, I, was, I was a little nervous in the theater, but I was just uh, I was like I was just was thinking of it. I was like I can't you know like I don't in, in these days where it's like well we want representation for vulnerable minorities and trans people and obese people and you know more mexican superheroes i don't know whatever the fuck's going on through people's heads sure but like the idea that like well here's about people who are extremely sad and they feel <laughs> isolated and vulnerable by society be like yeah but fuck them they're white get fucked you know like, sure. oh, all right fair fucking the hell i mean that is true uh sort of my last thought of it was is uh do you remember do you ever watch like um teen teen mom uh, I'm aware of it. You were like, in the show, right? But I've never it, watched to it. me, it was like to the, the misunderstandings of Joker, like the misunderstandings of that show. Like I remember people who were like, "I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch a show that glorifies teen pregnancy." And I was like, "If you had watched the show, there's nothing glorified about it. You feel intense pity, <laughs> you know, sure. like you know. I mean, there yeah, are I get they're being, cases. yeah, they're being put on a pedestal. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck, that is not a life I would fucking want. Be like, you gotta well, stop spending all your time thing. at the skate park and raise this thing. You, know? you took that away. I guess the problem, and this kind of applies to Joker, too. You took that away. But teen pregnancies did, I believe, as a fact, increase. And there were studies that linked it to that show, which is yeah, insane, like, like right? There were people who, like, I'm pregnant now because I watched that show. You know? Yeah, and, like, I wanted to be a teen mom. And they I mean, wanted to I, get on the show. But here's the thing. That doesn't make the show wrong, I don't think. Just like if someone someone does something stupid because they watch joker that's not fucking joker's fault i i think i think the movie joker is gonna have an impact and yeah i can't blame it for it either i just i i I, watching that movie and just knowing incels the way i do as my as my favorite just letting the letting the guy who made old school turn uh uh, turn like that and do an artful project that's great we need more of that Fuck that. Was, Fuck old school. That it's sucks. kind of it's kind of funny because I saw I guess the director's kind of um a controversy or whatever, but he he he's one of those people that's put himself in the role of uh trying to say that like comedy's dead because of SJWs and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't so even go already, that far. He didn't go that yeah. far. He, he just did? said what did he say? Man, I, I wish that I should have probably pulled that up. But he basically was like, uh, we need this right now. Like, I don't know. He said it's hard to be harder to be funny now. Um, oh, I thought he said the reason I quit comedy is because people can't take a fucking joke. Maybe I thought that was like maybe, a, but I don't a think summary, but whatever. Yeah, uh, but I, I thought it was funny because they were like the reason why I quit comedy, and, and it was like your last ten movies are fucking god awful. Like, yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, your fart jokes aren't hitting the way they used to, you know, <laughs> but yeah. uh, that your your hit of old school wasn't replicable but i don't think you can blame uh people's sensitivity towards trans rights and <laughs> no that's for sure i mean that's a weak stance um yeah to take i would agree people are still being funny and getting paid to do it i mean look at us well except for the pain thing and what i mean <laughs> we, we, we thrive in this piece yeah, of we're not we're not exactly getting paid so <laughs> but the stupid thing is there's so many ways to get paid as an individual anyway like you don't need a network now you know like there's podcasts that are very off color that do fine. Yeah, would you say we're going our own way? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Right. <laughs> we're men, aren't we? Hell yeah, man. Men go their own way. That's men just go how their it own is. Way. I, uh... Just like this week's uh, superhero. Speaking <laughs> yeah, of superheroes, 
Right. Speaking of superheroes going their own way, uh, yeah, let's fucking kick it off. Uh, welcome to uh, the Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Delusky. And I'm Grant DeVoice, and you're listening to the big episode 54, which right. is nine times six, which is 69, boys. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, uh, man, when we actually get to episode 69. Yeah, what am I going to do? What are you going to do? You already blew Shit. your load. You never want to blow your load too early when it comes to 69. Uh, to a 69. All right. You don't want to surprise anyone. Right. Right? Right. So, uh, this is, as we just alluded to, a story about a man going his own way. A man that you've probably heard of, even if you're not super familiar with the Bible, named Samson. Um, yeah. I, um, so when was the last time you'd read this? This story? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Years and years ago. But I am super aware of it. And there, here's the funny thing. And, you know, we always kind of talk about this. I recognize almost every detail in here, but not it's just off. It's like a it's like a bizarro world version yeah. of the story I remember. I had the, is... I had the same conversation with the lady where I was like, "Do you like?" I finished reading. I was like, "Missy, Missy, Missy, do you know the story of Samson?" <laughs> like, this she's is like, the craziest... "Yeah, of course." But yeah, everyone everyone knows a faithful Samson. I was like, ah. <laughs> I'm going to shit that's... on your child <laughs> again. <laughs> get, get ready for some fucking get dabbed on. Um, it, it, it does segue quite perfectly into our our, our Joker. Uh, feelings here on Simpsons that we have a uh, we have a man going his own way. He's definitely not a joker, though. Let's be no. clear, not no, at all. He's not, not at all. Not at all. Um. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, the story. Uh, let's tell it. So let let's get into it. This is Judges thirteen. Mine titles it. My Bible titles it the birth of Samson. That's one of the few times that our Bibles agreed. That's what mine calls it. Um. So. My Bible wants to just out the gate say that again the children of the uh, the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines for 40 years but it wants to make careful note that this is contemporaneous with Jephthah that this is not a different age this is not after Jephthah this is kind of just a different area roughly the same time Oh weird mine doesn't that. say that part well, this is in my concordance. Oh, okay. okay. Fair, fair. Uh, but, but I guess the way they break down the timeline and the people that he's talking about, it's... It just happened place. in a different part of Israel. Different part of Israel. Okay. Which we had already kind of assumed, because the whole Jephthah thing what took kind of place in a microcosm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the children of Israel did evil, but it's, a, you know, it's a... It's a some subsection. other children of Israel. Yeah. Some His, yeah. like, shittier kids. Uh, but um, Samson's of the tribe of Dan. Let's, before we go any further... The Philistines, they're kind of a new challenger. I think they've maybe been mentioned briefly, but this is the first real clash with them where they're ruling over Israelites. I yeah, believe. this would be the first time. I mean, they've mentioned they've been mentioned in the past, but I think this is our first, yeah, direct a conflict real... or where God's getting involved with the Philistines in any way, shape, or form. So let me give you the rundown from none other than James L. Kugel. So he has a whole little section here about who are the Philistines. So before we get into this uh, group of people that's ruling over the Israelites with an iron fist. Let's talk about who they are. Um, they are a sea people, right? So they came from the ocean. A lot of speculation going around on who exactly they are. Um, somewhere on the eastern Mediterranean, it, it appears. Uh, guesses go anywhere from Greek Isles, southern Balkans. Uh, could have been from like Cyprus. Could have been from parts of Turkey, right? Like the southern shore of Turkey is kind of right up there above Israel. So it's somewhere in that direction. You're basically getting, this is almost like Europeans, possibly, um, which is kind of interesting. So 
The Philistines, uh, like I said, are sea peoples. There's some mention of them in Egyptian texts, uh, we believe. There's a word that kind of looks like it might be Philistine. Um, but yeah, they have a culture similar to the Greeks. They're known for, like, based on their uh, pottery they had. It's a different looking pottery. It's more Greek than Canaanite. And uh, yeah, they're here to fuck shit up, I think, is the gist of it. Um, there's going <laughs> to be a lot of famous Philistines, uh, bad guys, throughout the next few books. So that's going to be fun. But this is their first I, showdown with Sam. I only know them as like something you call someone when they're like a classless fuck. Yeah, it's it's racist. <laughs> to do that but yeah isn't it <laughs> i thought like if someone I, I thought it was like if you make like a statue and everyone's like ooh, it's like if you didn't like joker you'd be like you fucking philistine like you just don't get art yeah yeah, yeah. it is but that's racist isn't it <laughs> I don't, I don't, isn't it i guess it could be you know i guess you're comparing you're you're you're, you're ascribing a negative trait uh, maybe like neophyte or um, some other word might be more PC, but yeah, I guess I guess we assume that they're, since they're not really around anymore, no one gives a shit about them. It doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, but I mean, if like if you see, if you let's say that your friend, you're with your friends at the farmers market, right. and your friend's got like a two year old kid, and mm-hmm. he lets the kid go shit in the in those like corner, right? Okay, like behind All the right. ATM. Been there, but and you're like, wow, that's awful Chinese of you. <laughs> Like that's obviously super racist. Yeah, yeah, we don't that. condone that. We would never. But say why that. is it okay to say right, like, yeah. "Oh wow, you didn't like art. You're a philistine." I, I mean, they're people. I, maybe their it's descendants more like, well, exist. Like, like for instance, um, uh, when I was like buying my first Jeep Wrangler, they were yeah. like, "Oh, it's Spartan interior." You know, I was like, "Okay, I get what you fucking mean. You mean that it's <laughs> sort of a function over form. That it's you know, it's lacking a lot of." Uh, frills and comfort you know creature I, comforts fine. Oh, i thought i thought that meant there was a dildo in the seat that you sit on <laughs> uh, sure <laughs> but uh, anyway uh very laconic but anyway uh you know my point is is that i i don't think there's a negative connotation of you you know if we describe like a culture that dis- that defines their culture by an appreciation for certain things over others i don't think that's racist it's not negative you know yeah, but Philistine is bad. Is a bad thing. Like if I call you, if if someone's like, "Oh, I'm from Greece," I'm like, "Oh, yeah, those boy lovers." They'd be like, "That's fair." You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the way we. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're getting way off topic. So okay, fine. So, so that's the Philistines. So, yeah. Welcome. Welcome. So thirteen one. <laughs> the, the first verse. <laughs> it's a good. Yeah, we're not reading too much today. I don't think. Uh, yeah. So uh, th- uh, the children of Israel did evil. God gives them to the Philistines. This is God's doing for forty years. Yeah. Um, and of Zora, which is a family in Dan, whose name was Manoah. There was some guy named Manoah from the tribe of Dan, uh, and his wife was barren and had no children. Uh, what an interesting, what a, what a crazy magical type of time this must be. Yeah. So an angel shows up, it says, to this woman, this barren woman, and says, look, you're childless, but guess what? You're about to become pregnant. And give birth to a son, kind of a, kind of a precursor to Jesus there a little bit, I guess, right? A little bit of a precursor to Jesus. I, uh, my Bible, I don't know. Except, if I guess Mary was a barren; she was just a virgin. Yeah, my my Bible says this is the first of two appearances of the angel of the Lord to the childless wife of Manoah. Oh, 
shit. Well, then it doesn't really fucking matter. Oh, to, I was to, I, did, what did he show up to to Rachel? Well, we're gonna see Abraham's? him twice, but th- this is another no. Oh, I mean, because it's it's similar to the story of Abraham. They're like, oh, I'm barren, and yeah. then God comes down. Like, don't worry, man. I just fucking make people pregnant. That's what I fucking do. So um, let's let's view this real quick from um, Zora's point of view, or no, Manoah's point of view. Uh, Samson's dad. So like, let's say that you've got this wife, and you know, you've been knocking it out of the park with her, but no kids are coming, which is a big deal back then, obviously. Yeah, you've just been spraying that popcorn soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> good. So, nothing's happening. And then she comes along. She's like, so I was out away from you today, somewhere in the fields, in the woods, who knows? And a big strapping lad who said that he came from God promised me I'm going to be pregnant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it does not... Uh, so at this point, um, Manoah's wife uh, is visited by the angel of the Lord. He's like, by the way, you're going to have a super fucking baby. But she doesn't recognize that he's an angel of the Lord. No one knows who the fuck this guy is. You know? True. Which makes it a little bit even weirder, I but, would say. Uh, let, let, let's, let's bring it in a little bit here. Let's um, give her, yeah, the instructions. So, so the angel goes, okay, listen, you're going to have a son, a very special son. Uh, he shall be a Nazarite. Um, which we talked about in Leviticus or maybe it was number six or is it number six is number yeah, six. way back way back yeah but a Nazarite is a <clears throat> subsect of person who is devoting themselves to God they're not Levites but they have to follow a lot of the rules of the Levites yeah they're a separated <clears throat> and we're gonna we're gonna kind of cover uh, uh, there's a lot to being a Nazarite but the angel specifically harps on three things you're gonna be pregnant um, you're going to have a son who becomes a Nazarite. No razor shall come upon his head. Uh, no alcohol, no defilement. For her. For her. Yeah, while you're pregnant. So he, she can't drink while she's pregnant. He can't cut his hair after he's born. Now, right. I'm pretty, if, I'm, if you're keeping track, this is the first time that anyone, a woman who is with child, was told not to drink. So he's going to actually be the first ever child born without fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I can probably, only assume. Probably. Probably. They're like, is that guy's eyes the correct distance from each other? <laughs> like, no, well, at, the, at that point, it was the wrong distance. Yeah, they're like, he was the how, what a, What's this non-wall-eyed fuck doing it's out here? Like, it's like the uh, episode of Twilight Zone, where the late, there's like the one lady who doesn't look like a pig. And she's <laughs> the weird one. Uh so yeah, you're going to have a special son who is devoted to God and will deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So this woman goes to her husband Manoah and is like, fuck, I just met this huge fucking dude. He was so handsome. His countenance was like the countenance of the angel of God. Very awesome. Uh, but I didn't ask him where he was from and he did not tell me his name. You know, I was like, oh, great. You guys must have had a lot to talk about. No, no talking, huh? You didn't, you didn't get to yeah, that yeah. part? Just, yeah. it was all passion. Just a giant, handsome man came and told me that I shall shall conceive and bear a son and don't get drunk. So he, immediately the husband is like, okay, okay, we need to like clear this up a little bit more. He's like, I'm, I'm thanks for relaying the message lady, but you're a horrible interviewer. So <laughs> Manoah goes and prays to God and he says, God, 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 uh, pardon me, but could you please send that guy back so he can tell us more <laughs> stuff? My wife didn't. Ask the right Didn't questions. fucking notate. Like, we don't know what the fuck's going on here. You know? Yeah. Uh, it, it happens all the time, at least in my life. I'll be like, all right, go take your car. Then she'll come back and be like, the mechanic says something's wrong. I'm like, well, what did he say? It just says, like, they bring I'm like, oh, my well, God. What, what do you go got to get done there? And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, I guess I'll just go myself. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, he does end up later proving to be the idiot, not her. But sure, for now, he needs to figure some stuff out. So sure enough, he prays to God, bada bing, bada boom. The guy shows back up because it's going to just happen to work this time, I guess. Well, he shows up to the the woman. He, he prays to God. His wife then goes out into the field and the angel Lord then comes again to her. Yeah, but this time he's with her. No, it says, but Manoah, her husband, was not with her. My God, Grant. But then it says Manoah got up and followed his wife. No, then the woman, I'll just fucking read it. Like, what the fuck, Grant? Jesus. Uh, Yeah, but okay, then he goes with her. She's sitting in the field by herself. The angel shows up. The woman ran in haste and ran and like, hey, that guy's in the fucking field. And he's like, okay, let me follow you. Yeah, so he goes with her as the end. Like, okay, great. But he goes with her and meets the guy. That's all we needed to know. Right. So now he's talking to the angel. Yeah. There was, so gets, there was, there was three fucking verses about this whole, like, oh, yeah, there he is. I got to fucking go get my fucking husband. <laughs> Hold on. Wait there. Wait there. He's like, I got all kinds of time. Let's fucking do this. I'm glad we got to know that. Um, So, yeah, he says to, he talks to, uh, talks to the angel. The angel's like, listen, so your wife basically tells him the same thing. She can't drink anything, not, can't eat anything from the grapevine, can't eat anything unclean. And basically, this this is the only way that things are going to work out for y'all. Um, and he's like, all right, all right, appreciate it. Let me uh, get you a goat. I'm going to sacrifice a goat for you because you can never be too safe, I feel like, right, with this god? Right. I always kill a goat. Kill a goat. It's like uh, it's like checking to make sure your stove is off before you leave the house. Like, yeah. Just yeah, you might as yeah. well. It's no, wash a, your hands. <laughs> it's, just flip the, light, flip the light switch three times before you go out. Right, all that right, stuff. right, 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 right. Um, so, uh, <laughs> the angel says, this it's the equivalent weird. of jerking off before a date. <laughs> so he, he's making the, the goat for this guy. And I don't know what the angel's deal is, but he goes, listen, even though you're detaining me, I will not eat any of your food. But if you prepare a burnt offering, make it to the Lord, I guess. Cause angels like, aren't supposed to accept God's offering. I don't know. There's a bit to it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you offer a burnt offering, you must offer it to the Lord. And then, like Manoah is like, no, 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 come on, man. I'm really grateful. What is your name that when your words come to pass, we may honor you? Like, I still want to give you like a fucking thank you. It, it, it's really obnoxious. It's like like when you um, it's polite. Like, yeah, some guy gives you a toe, and you're like, hey, man, let me pay for the guys. He's like, no, 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 it's all good. I'm like, no, come on, just take five fucking bucks. He's like, no, 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 give it to God. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Take the goddamn money yeah, yeah, so yeah. I can go on with my life and stop being such a bitch. So I'm not going to feel... Now, I don't want to feel like I have to pay this forward. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> the next time I see someone in need of a toe, I'm fucking blazing because I already paid my fucking Yeah, debt. I already not, did. I did yeah, my piece. I don't want to learn from this shit. This is transactional. Um, So the angel says... This is the bizarre part. The guy's like, look, just tell me your name so I can do whatever. And the angel says, why do you ask my name? It's beyond your understanding. Like... <laughs> Already, I'm regretting talking to this have? fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't he's like, he's like, hey man, what can I do to pay you back? He's like, don't even worry about it. He's like, no, 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 come on, just where can I mail it? Listen, guy, <laughs> I am so fucking above you, goddamn mud people, that it's not even worth my fucking time. He's like, all right, well, shit. Now I now I feel less grateful. <laughs> I I don't know. That's your take. I think this is just a prequel to Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, and if he <laughs> if he finds out the name, then he can like make the gold or whatever. Uh, my my Bible. My Bible loves this fucking guy. Uh, of I'm going to read from the concordance here. As on several previous occasions, the messenger of God was the pre-incarnate second person of the tree. Like it just it just establishes, like, obviously this is Jesus. Um, he is at times identified as Yahweh's messenger, 
and he is also distinct. The term wonderful, used here in Hebrew, I guess, pili, refers to something so awesome it is beyond human capability or comprehension. Ugh. Yeah. Like, why? What is yeah. beyond? His oh, name? Thanks his, I, to, to Dane upon me with this uh, <sighs> brief instructional fucking passage you've given me. Good lord. Which What's worse, is crazy the Bible because... or the concordance? Which one is worse? <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy, because if we take the story at face value, basically they're saying that Jesus, before his birth, came down here specifically to make sure Samson did a good job. And when we get to the story of Samson, you're going to be like, I think, honestly, Jesus could have spent time as his, his time better spent elsewhere. Yeah, he could have sent like a bird to tell them or something. Yeah, he could have done anything else with his time. But uh, all right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's dumb. So... Uh, at this point, they set up the altar. It says, uh, you got a young goat, a grain offering, sacrifice them on a rock to the Lord. And it says that God did an amazing thing. So as the, uh, flame is blazing up from the altar, the angel basically, uh, uses that hot air to ride up to heaven. It's what I took from it. It says he ascended in the flame. Yeah. He's just like peace. And he just puts his arm out. I'm assuming he just fucking belly flopped onto the flame. And they're like, that's crazy. And then he just sort of, uh, <laughs> floated up. he just video game glitched upwards into the sky. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> I pictured it was like a, he used the draft of the hot air to fly. Well, maybe who knows? He just, he just, he just, he just, he just hopped onto that roasted goat and be like, this is my ride guys. Peace. <laughs> just, I'm going to ride this. Off. I'm going to ride this goat's ghost to heaven. Right. Um, um, so of course this is the part where the, I, as I alluded earlier, the dad, the dad is an idiot, the husband, whatever. Um, so as soon as he realizes that this is, it's now that he realizes it's an angel, right? Um, whenever he when, sees him fly away, yeah, when the obviously. guy says peace, jumps in the fire and then flies off. Uh, this is when Bono's like, oh shit, I think that was God. <laughs> so he's just some dumbass peasant and is basically like, oh no, we're going to die. That was an angel. We saw God. Like we. His, he thinks, this is the thing, I feel like there's like a generational PTSD built right. into the Israelites at this point. They've been so abused by their God that he thinks, even though God was there to help him and give him instructions, as soon as he realizes who it is, he's like, ah, oh, we're all dead. It'd be like an <laughs> urban youth, like all of a sudden their house gets broken into and like a cop's like, hey, are you guys okay? And like, oh, fuck, everyone get <laughs> He's it's coming for us. Like, no, no, yeah. I'm. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. I'm just here to give you a PSA on how to stay off drugs. Like, everybody run. I mean, honestly, though, yeah, it's, for, that's for almost real, exactly it. Real. We are there, yeah. Uh, <sighs> life sucks. Uh, rise up. But anyway, um, so Manoa sees this guy flying in the air. He's like, oh, fuck. We shall surely die because we have seen God. But his wife said to him, if God had wanted to kill us, he would have killed us already. Yo, what are you, stupid? She's like, yeah. do you think that he came here to give us some fake acts instructions just as a pretext to murder us? Like, it doesn't yeah. even make sense. She's basically like, making the point that I made, is that why would he kill us, dumbass? Although, to be fair, <laughs> there have been plenty instances where God's like, no, 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 no. I like to play with my meat before. I like to play with my prey before I kill it, you know? You're not If wrong. these guys had seen what happened to Jephthah, they'd be like, yeah, maybe we... Actually, you know, that is true. Yeah. If they had but, seen what happened to Abimelech, they might be like, ooh. Maybe but she was right. Yeah. She is definitely smarter than him, is my takeaway. That he's like, I, he just feels like a dumbass peasant that saw the king and it's like, oh no, I saw the king and I'm going to die. She's like, dude, he's just the king walking around. Like, what, yeah, calm down. Hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Jumps into a fire. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> true, true. Chill out. Um, 
So anyway, uh, so the woman bore a son. We don't even know her name, do we? Just Manoa's wife, as usual. Yeah, as uh, usual. <laughs> She's uh, the woman bitch. bore a son and <laughs> called his name Samson. Yeah. And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the spirit of the Lord began to move upon him at Mahana Dan between Zoranus. So, or at, even from a young age, the spirit of the Lord is on Samson, which uh, it's vaguely we, sexual here, though, right? Yeah, just coming all it's, over. It says the spirit of the Lord began to stir him. <laughs> um, and we've seen this before that. I, I I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. Like if, I feel like if I told any of the uh, bullshit fucking paper Christians that I've met, um, like, oh, oh and the spirit of Laura was was upon him, I, I wonder what their definition of it would be. Because just taking it from sort of my literal interpretation of the Bible and the things I've read, I'm worried for this boy. I'm worried oh, for yeah. the people around him. I, I, I feel like it's like Brightburn, where he's just like, Argh! and you're like, someone should... Be aware of what that kid's up to. Yeah, yeah, like he just the 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 power and the wrath that this god has, you know, putting that package inside of a little boy doesn't sound like a good good combo at all. Yeah, um, um but I, I love that the first yeah. So uh, he's bored. Um, it's it's going to come up in the next chapter, but I want to take specific mention. So Samson is a Nazarite. There was a couple of key rules that we need to be aware of. Yeah, I didn't um, read those. What are those? Oh, so the ones that we're really going to come up to is that Nazarites can imbibe no alcohol. Nazarites okay. cannot cut their hair. If we recall, we were like when we were reading about the Nazarites, we we're like, "What the fuck?" So if someone accidentally cuts your hair, or if you do something like it's done, like your whole your ten years done, you have to basically stop. Uh, basically, it is a vow that requires sort of penance and sort of perpetual sacrifice, and um, I guess you know, like abstaining. So yeah. once you become a Nazarite, you do not drink. You do not cut your hair, and this one's a little bit more subtle. It kind of mentions it, but you're not allowed to touch corpses. Like we, uh, you know, if we go back to that episode, we were specifically talking about how, like, if you touched a dead pig, or if you're like, "Hey, that guy's a Nazarite," and you threw a dead horse on them, they'd be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, man, you fucked me." That's you important know? to remember too, right? That he can't so, touch corpses. So, so no drinking, no cutting your hair, no touch, no defiling yourself is like one of the specific rules of the Nazarites. Yeah, yeah. Um. um so that is chapter 13. That's how Samson was born, right? Cool origin story, I yeah. guess. Not. <laughs> uh, chapter 14. Yeah. So at this point, Samson has grown up, right? He's a young man, virile, strong, superhuman strength, in fact, I would say. He's a tough boy. And uh, I want to read one of Kugel's jokes that he got in here. It was pretty good. <laughs> okay. So he says... He grew into an extraordinary man, a man of superhuman strength and courage, with also an active social life, as we're about to hear. And Kugel <laughs> says, The anti-Vietnam War slogan of the 1960s, Make Love, Not War, would have quite puzzled Samson, who seemed to have gone at both activities with equal zeal. Lover he's a big, he's a, yeah, he's a big work hard, play hard type of guy. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I can appreciate that, dude. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, do, do, you, do whatever you do well. Uh, so Samson's a big old strong lad. And he goes down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. And it kind of, I feel like it's going to use these terms. Like, is Timnah a fucking city? Is it the name of a guy? They keep I calling her Timnah's town. daughter. But then they refer to the father directly. So I don't fucking know. But anyway, he goes down, he sees this Philistine woman. And we know Philistines are whores because they're not Jews. And that's basically yeah. all we need to know. 
They're filthy Greeks or something. Yeah, it's disgusting. Fish. Cretans. They'd fucking kill Literal them. Cretans. Right. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so scum. So he, so he goes to his dad and his mom is like, listen, I was in Timna. I saw a daughter of the Philistine, and I want you to go get her for my wife. A different time. Usually, boss move, though. Boss move. Like, dad. Get in here. And he's like, what? What do you want? And he just I grabs him. Like, you're fucking hurting me, son. He's like, I want you to get me this white. You're like, I have to get your hands off me. Uh, um, but, but his like father. like a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Uh, so he tells his mom and dad, hey, I want a Philistine for my wife. And his father and mother are like, is there no woman among the daughters of your brethren or among my people that you must go and get a wife from those uncircumcised savages? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, Dad is like, I mean, I'll do it, but Fuck, couldn't you man. get a Jew girl? Yeah, know? like, I don't understand. Like, Israel, what color woman. is she? I don't yeah. know. You know? Uh, but anyway, and then Samson says his father, get her for me. She pleases me well. He's like, all right, fuck, all right, I'm going to just go run my kids' errands. So the dad's like, we've been following all these strict rules just to have a race mixer for a son? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's back then. That was bad. I love, and this is this is an interesting aside here, uh, 14-4, but what his father and mother didn't know, even though this xenophobia and general hatred of the Philistines was all well and good, yeah, uh, what they didn't know was that in this instance, God wanted this marriage because he was seeking an occasion to move against the Philistines uh, because the Philistines had dominion over Israel. So, so basically, God gave Samson this sick fetish for outsiders— <laughs> just as a trap, right? I feel like it's like when you have a, a real fucking shithead in your department, and you're like, God, I fucking hate this guy, but I hate the other department even more. So yeah. you go to them, and you're like, hey, man, I got a really good guy. He's so fucking hot right now. Oh, I mean, nice. I would love to you keep build him, him on up. board, but I can't even afford him. Just take him on. And they're like, oh, great, yeah, thanks for the fucking hot tip. And you're like, oh, he's going to fucking sink that department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like... uh yeah, that's probably about it. I was going to say, it's like when you na- a boy named Sue, you know that song? Nope. Like, they named, it's the Johnny Cash song. You know, like, he names, his, the guy names his son Sue to make him tough, because he's going to get into a bunch a, of uh, fights. Did it used to be a Nine Inch Nails song? Yeah. Ha. Ha. Well, I'm glad <laughs> that we could make that joke. This whole bit shit sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, Samson goes down to Timna with his mom and his daddy. That's how you pick out a wife. And, uh. As he's on his way, I don't know. It's like says that he was going with his father and mother, but at the same time, he's up. by himself. Well, he's going his own way. That's right. <laughs> he's going his own way. Just so we're clear, he's going his own way. And a lion fucking comes upon him. And yeah. the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And so, he ripped apart the lion. So let's say this. The spirit of the Lord came upon him as a youth, but it appears that it only comes... When it's necessary? Like, he's going Super Saiyan or something? Like he's... <laughs> It does kind of seem like it's like, uh, he's probably got a low-level amount of come, Jesus come, yeah. on him. But there's, like, spurts. Sure. He can get a, he can go to the source, get some juice. Yeah, he needs a heavy load sometimes. And fight a fucking lion, Beyond which his is normal badass. supplements, yeah. So he rips apart this lion... Literally, As he would have it, torn apart a young goat. Which, okay, let's talk. Okay. 
Why is that the like? Are people just tearing apart goats with their bare hands? That is yeah, fucked I up. I don't get it. It's like it's like he ripped apart that donkey the way you would rip apart a cat. I'm like, all right, <laughs> we gotta unroll a lot here. I don't get it. Why are you ripping apart any of those things? He, he made he made love to his young wife like one would to a mule. <laughs> yeah, just like, like, like whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I understand what you're getting at, but I don't know why you went this route. Uh, you know, if they had been like, oh, he ripped apart that lion the way you rip apart a public rotisserie chicken, okay, I get what you're going that for. That would make sense. And it's yeah. also making my mouth water. But Ooh. this whole this whole animal torture bit, I, okay. <laughs> it's weird that we rip apart goats. <laughs> he stomped upon that child. They're like, oh, great. Uh, Very cool. So, so, yeah, he kills this lion. Um and kind of just went on his went on his way, right? Um, it, it, it's kind of weird. He rips apart a fucking lion, and then he's like, "All right, whatever. That was weird." But doesn't tell anyone about it. And this is a key feature. Yeah, it says very specifically that he doesn't tell anyone. I guess is he ashamed of his strength, of his weird ape-like strength? <laughs> uh, g- guessing from the f- future story of Samson, I don't think Sham- Samson knows shame. I think well, he's just a. He probably just didn't think it was like worth his time. He's like, ah, people are gonna start asking me questions. If I tell people that I ripped apart the lion, they're gonna ask me to help them move. Like, I just oh, don't you're going to always be ripping lines up. Yeah, I don't want to fuck. I don't want that heat. So it says, then he went down and met this woman, talked with her, and liked her. And I mean, like, like, you know, not like, <laughs> oh, I'd like, <laughs> love, like. Uh, and then it says later on, he's going back to marry her. So he's kind of taking the same route and sees the lion's corpse. It's still sitting there, which is gross, but whatever. Right. Uh, and inside of it, inside the carcass, there is a swarm of bees and some honey. Now, Cole, you're a beekeeper. Right. Is this normal? I have never <laughs> fucking heard. <laughs> it would be, like, I, I don't get it. I, well, I don't think in nature, I, just as a normal person who's dealt with a lot of corpses, I don't think that stomach cavity, the abdominal cavity, is going to empty out clean enough that you're going to want to have a beehive in there. Without no, I the skin to, I wanted, it's just going to be a fucking, it's gross. I wanted your opinion as a beekeeper, not as a corpse expert. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you're both, though. <laughs> uh, so you're so, saying that the bees in your backyard are not hived inside of a corpse? No, that's, that's not okay, okay. typically how it's done. But yeah. whatever, he's just like he's just like he's like. So he basically goes, "Okay, let me go get that woman." They sign the fucking deal. I'm gonna fuck you later. It's cool. And he goes back on his way. As he's coming back, he's like, "Oh shit, there's that fucking lion I was fucking with. It's filled with bees." And he just fucking goes to town on it. He's like, yeah, "I don't see anything <laughs> wrong with this. Let me just." Eat this fucking maggot and slime-covered honey. I don't see what the issue with that be. Hell yeah. And so not only did he eat some, but he, like, put it in his pockets? <laughs> he just, he just, when he came to his father and mother, he gave some to them, and they also ate. But he did not tell them that he had taken the honey out of the carcass of a fucking lion. Okay, they didn't have jar. Like, was he walking with a pot? I doubt it. How did he do this? Let's talk I, about it. I was, I, I think Samson might be developmentally challenged and that might be where his strength comes from <laughs> so he's just holding a beehive he just like, shows up he just shows up with a fucking handful of bloody honey he's like I got this for you and they're like they're like eat it, eat it so he doesn't hit us <laughs> eat it so he doesn't like fucking crush our necks like he did those rabbits He's Letty. I just realized that I didn't make that fucking connection uh, earlier. But he yeah, is Letty, dude. But you would Holy think that shit. if you just like you just like, oh hey, look, some fucking beehive inside a fucking dead animal. It's been dead a while. I'm yeah. just gonna. Oh, my mommy would like this. And then it was like, where'd you get this? Honey. And he's like, yeah, that's perfect. It's it'd be like if like some I, I 
I'm trying to remember where I saw this, but they were like, hey, man, I got you some sandwiches. Like, oh, thank you. Oh, where, where'd you get this from? He's like, oh, I just found them. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want this. <laughs> just pulls it out of his pocket. Yeah, just like <laughs> it's all smushed. That's fucking gross, but thank so you. He, so he shares the honey, and then it says uh, um, his father went down and met the woman, and they decide to have a feast, which is customary. I guess this is all, it's very scatterbrained storytelling. Yeah. But, but um, I think I think a subtlety that's kind of maybe lost. I think the reader is expected to understand the severity of the vow of the Nazarite. The okay. fact that Samson touched a dead lion directly puts him in conflict with the vow he made to God, or at least the vow his parents made for him. He's not allowed to touch corpses. Him eating honey from a dead lion means he fucked up one of the three rules that he's got. Yeah, I wonder. Does it? Does your your concordance? My, my concordance that? specifically, yeah, the, uh, that this specifically meant mm. that he uh, <laughs> uh, willfully disregarded uh, his loyalty to Yahweh. Well, I mean, God is literally inside of him. So, yeah, who fault knows? is this? Well, th- he was inside of him when we ripped apart the lion, but he's not inside of him when he's like, mm, "Free honey." Well, um, again, God made him how he is. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he's just he's 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 touched by God in the head a little bit. Yes, <laughs> um, perfectly. But so, but this shows Samson's lack of concern for his Nazarite vow. You know, he's not allowed to contact to have contact with the dead. Um, yeah. And then, furthermore, this feast would have included drinking. So again, his uh, uh, he had three rules: no drink, no fucking touching corpses, no defilement, and no haircuts. Yeah, it's uh, funny because my concordance does not mention the corpse stuff. Oh, well, doesn't seem I mean, to think that it's a problem. I mean, it is. Well, it's it, not. It's here. part of the three rules. But anyway, not in my concordance. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> not in my book. My concordance kick your concordance ass any day of the week. But anyway, um, so at this point, Samson has already broken two of the three rules that are his connection to God. All he's got going for him is those luscious locks of hair. Yeah, I so, bet they are gorgeous too. Oh yeah. Because isn't um, honey good for your hair, probably? I assume it's some Gal Gadot know. shit. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I was thinking, yeah, perfect. Okay, Fabio. So, Definitely so, he's more of a Fabio, but okay. Sure. Uh, so he's having this fucking party, and the Philistines are trying to shine on him, I guess. So when they see him, they bring 30 dudes to this party. Yeah, um, to be his companion. So I see it as like his, uh, bat- his like uh, groomsman, I guess. I don't fucking know. That's how but... I read it. When the people saw him, they give him 30 companions. Yeah, that's like his groomsman for the party. Because right. he came from out of town, so he doesn't have his own boys with him. Hmm. So they're like, these are your lads. Do you think it's innocuous? Like It's just like, oh, yeah, we'll be buds with this guy. Well, as far as he's concerned, it certainly is innocuous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Samson's an angry lad. He's just, why are you so angry all the time, Samson? <laughs> Um, so anyway, so Samson sees these guys, he's like, hmm, I've got a fucking riddle for you. And this is the kind of riddle this fucking dumb fuck would come up this with. This is the dumbest fucking riddle. Yeah. Uh, he says, listen, guys, I've got a riddle for you. If you can correctly solve this riddle within seven days of this feast, I will give you 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothing. So like 30 outfits. Yeah. But if you cannot explain it to me, then you got to give me 30 changes of outfits. You know, I'm going to be set for life in my fucking wardrobe. Here's the thing. You're one of the 30 guys. You got to know this riddle is some bullshit. Yeah. Like, if he's going to give you seven days and is so sure of himself, 
that he's willing to take one article from each of you, whereas he's willing to give up 30 himself, right? That's a really bad odds. <laughs> I guess. Like, this is... Uh, this drooling fucking ape is going to pose a fucking riddle? Yeah. yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> they're, they're excited. They're like, yeah, give us this riddle. Give us this dumb fuck riddle of yours. Yeah. And so he does. And here's this riddle. I'll read it from my Bible, because my Bible probably makes more sense. He says, out of the eater, something to eat. Out of the strong, something sweet. Cool. What a fucking riddle. I'm like, my God, this is the greatest riddle of our time. This might be no. the first fucking riddle. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, right away, as the readers who have, we're, you know, we're omniscient here, sort of. We're able to see what happens already. We know what he's talking about. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. That's all. Yeah, like, you know. It'd be like it'd be like if I stuck my dick in a tree and it's like I have a riddle, something hard and something hard, and everyone's like, "The fuck? Yeah, what do we do honestly, with that information?" Yeah, that that makes exactly as much sense. <laughs> you know, there, there's a man dead in a field. How'd he get there? And then like someone's supposed to be guess. Did his parachute fail to open? He's like, "Oh, you solved my riddle." Well, it's not really a riddle. <laughs> That's not really a riddle. There's a million yeah. ways it could have gone down. <laughs> yeah, it's... this is a guessing game. <laughs> You, you, so, you're just asking me to fucking clairvoy your fucking brain. Like, it's not a riddle. There's no cleverness to this. Yeah, indeed. So now the timeline gets really scatterbrained, okay? So it's been three days, and they haven't been able to guess. So on the fourth day, they go to his new wife, or I guess soon-to-be wife. I don't know. If they're married, they're not, whatever. Goes, goes to his wife because she's one of them. She's a Philistine. And they're like, hey, look, babe, come on. I know you married this Jew guy. But you're still one of us. Go to him. Find out the riddle so that we don't have to give him all our clothes. And then they say, just a little cherry on top. <laughs> this isn't just like, out of the goodness of your heart, please do this. They go, listen, uh, if you don't, by the way, we're going to burn down your and your father's house. Yeah, we're going to kill your whole fucking family. Guys, 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 it is a riddle, and it is some fucking clothing. Just go to the fucking Goodwill. Like, why do we got to? <laughs> I don't even need to threaten my family over this uh, festival riddle. But they and then didn't. they say, and then they say, "Did you invite us here to steal our property? Like you guys fucking agreed to the riddle? I don't know." What you're... <laughs> he he laid out the fucking terms. Hey guys, I have a riddle. On the line is some clothing, and they're like, "Bring it on, dumbass!" And he's like, "All right, here's an impossible riddle." They're like, "Oh, <laughs> damn it!" I mean, yeah, should have seen that coming. I didn't expect as dumb some as kind the riddle of riddle. Is I didn't expect guys... any kind of trickery here to steal my property. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we got sphinxed. I wonder how well this aligns with like stories of the Sphinx. I wonder if the Sphinx's riddles were this stupid. Uh, Wouldn't that a thing? Uh, <laughs> so, so Samson's wife is uh, quite coerced here and goes to Samson. Yeah, I wonder and, why. Yeah, <laughs> and really immediately goes, "You only hate me. You do not love me. You have posed a riddle to the sons of my people, but you have not explained it to me." And Here's like the thing where I'm like, I'm kind of for Samson. He's a bit of a MGTOW. He's like, yeah. bitch, I didn't even tell him to my fucking parents. Who the fuck are you? And yeah. I was like, ooh. I just a, met you. That's a dirty way to talk to your wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be like, like, why haven't you told me where our finances are? He's like, I don't even tell my parents. You're not really a whole lot to me. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a weird move, though. It, I, it, it is weird that Samson, we, we are essentially justifying his deep distrust and seemingly dislike for his own wife who he yeah. liked so much, but apparently not enough to like trust her with fucking riddles. And I'm going to say, this is a very unlinny move of him. <laughs> Lenny would have been like, Oh yeah, I'll yeah, tell you. I can see the issue here. Uh, 
So she's all crying. She's bitching. You don't love me. You won't tell me this fucking riddle. I hate you. I'm going to divorce you. Whatever the fuck's going through her mind. Yeah. And uh, he says, all right, uh, why would I explain it to you? And it says she cried for the whole seven days of the feast. Hold up. These are some red flags. They didn't ask her to tell them the answer until the fourth day. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. In fact, my Bible says that they wait till the seventh day. Yeah, um, there's there is two there's, two there's different a lo- ways to interpret it. Yeah, regardless, like, there's no way in hell that she cried for the whole thing. It's impossible. Yeah. Like the Bible is fucking crazy. It's in the same chapter. I don't know how this could be so con- uh, uh, fucked up. But yeah, just three verses days away. Yeah, for three days they couldn't explain the riddle. On the seventh day, they told the wife, "Hey, if you don't get the fucking answer, we're gonna kill you and your family." And then she tells him, and then somehow she time travels back to the beginning of the feast and cries for seven whole days. Preemptive sadness. I like yeah, it. I don't know. She, I don't, who knows? But Samson, being a weak ass man, yeah. does tell her right. And it says that before sunset on the seventh day, she went, told the men, and they come to him, and they say, well, Samson, what is sweeter than honey? And what's stronger than a lion? And oh, I mean, fuck, great riddle, yeah. First off, there are definitely things sweeter than honey and things stronger than lions, but cool, I guess. I guess. Like, I- <laughs> Maybe in your weird, like, extremely tunnel vision, plebeian, Mesopotamian view. Like, yeah, it's not the, like you have... The, they know what bears are, surely. Wait till you see are- cocaine. <laughs> it's sweeter and stronger. <laughs> but no, I mean, for real, there's like bears. Bears are stronger than little ass, like, Israel lions. So. Yeah. Did they what? not have uh, that? Did they not have that Discovery sh- Channel show that tells you which animal would win in a fight yet? What's, What's going to be guys? weird is that in Genesis, I remember I specifically mentioned this, but when Noah's like talking, they're like, oh, yeah, and the fucking whales. And I was like, they know about whales? So these motherfuckers know about <laughs> whales? You think a whale couldn't kick the shit out of a lion? <laughs> well, it depends. Is the fight on land or at sea? <laughs> Before anyway. SeaWorld gets rid of those orcas, we need to find the fuck out. We're going to get Rick on. There's yeah. one here. Uh, yep. And I, there's lions uh, at the zoo, so I'll do and it. And then, so Samson is like, hey, guys, you guys figure out that riddle? And they're like, yeah, it's honey and it's lion, dumbass. And like, he's like, yes. fuck! So um, since, those were the, since honey was the only sweet thing that existed then and lions yeah. were the only strong thing, they did guess it. Right. I guess the, the wife told them, so never, maybe not. Um, and it I, says, this is the fun part. You want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what your Bible states, but he's like, fuck, all right. And he immediately deduces that his wife is to blame. And he goes, if you had not plowed with my heifer, you would have not solved my riddle. That's a pretty rude way to talk about it. If you hadn't fucked my cow of a wife, you never would have figured out this riddle. Oh, man. He's just not a good guy. If you guys hadn't fucked my bitch fat fucking wife, you never would have figured out this riddle. I'd be like, goddamn, Samson, I chill I have out. To tell this, I have to tell this story now. Did I ever tell you about uh, there was this weird kid with like a really bad speech impediment that I grew up with, and my mom would give him a ride to places sometimes, like we would carpool, right. and uh, and he had watched the Adam Sandler movie where Adam Sandler says "down heifer" to like <laughs> remember you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. forget what it was like Waterboy or something. Anyways, he like was doing something in the back seat that like made her mad. She's like, "Colby, don't blah blah,", blah. and he goes "down heifer." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's my mom. <laughs> God damn, this kid's cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah. He got in trouble though, dude. Yeah. That's funny. 
shit. Yeah, you don't call women heifers, though. That's yeah, my that's not my. Away. That's my. You know, I, and I had to come up with a, a list of rules for a happy <laughs> marriage. Calling my wife a cow is pretty. On the seventh day of the wedding. <laughs> yeah, or after the seven, wedding. We've been married for seven days. Oh, my fat fucking wife! You guys hadn't done this shit. Like, All right, uh. honeymoon's over, bitch. <laughs> You told them my joke. Uh, so this is where I get. This is my favorite part of the, uh, this chapter. I mean, I honestly, part of my, probably my favorite part of the Bible. So <laughs> Samson's fucking angry. The spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily. I don't even want to fucking paraphrase. And so, as we recall, he now has to find thirty pairs of clothing. Where are you to gonna give do to that? This fucking dude. So where are you gonna do it? So he goes to Ascalon, kills thirty fucking dudes who are unrelated to this situation, <laughs> takes the clothes off their naked bodies, and then just shows up, and they're just like, "What's this?" And it's just a bunch of smashed, bloody rags. And he's like, "Here you go." You're like, "There's braid on this one. Where the fuck did you get these clothes?" He's like, "Ah, yeah." Didn't he also defile himself here then? I mean, he had I, to touch the corpses if he took the clothes off of them. Knows. So his anger was aroused, and he ditches his wife. So uh, this is this is some or fucking celebrity marriage shit. Yeah, he leaves her and goes back to his father's house. So Samson's wife was given to his companion, who had been his best man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lot They're to boys. unpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my Bible's concordance has a hot take on this. It says, this is the first of a series of turnovers when the Philistines think they have defeated Samson, then find themselves the losers. I thought they defeated uh, him. Yeah. What yeah. They they're like, they're that? like, we solved his riddles. And then he just shows up with a bunch of blood covered clothing. Like, here's your fucking prize. They're like, oh, guys, I guess we're the losers in this situation. No, those people in Ascalon who weren't asking for <laughs> shit and were uninvolved. They're the fucking losers. <laughs> they just got killed uh, by some fucking maniac. Yeah, they got lenied. Some fucking Terminator, give me your clothes shit. <laughs> I need your clothes, your boots, and your body. Oh, man. Damn, that's a good scene. Yeah, that is a good scene. But it's like he just shows up there all retard strong. They're like, what is, what's your deal? Like, I owe, I had a riddle that got solved. They're like, what does that have to do with us? He just starts smashing their fucking skull with a rock. They're like, great. Uh, horrible. Jesus um, Christ. So, yeah, he, he killed them all. Um, turns in the clothes. This guy is a mess. I'm going to say it. Samson's a maniac. Yeah. Killing lions with his bare hands. I guess that was self-defense, but this one was uncalled for. Yeah. A lot of random people are fucking dead now. Yeah. Um, Which is great. I mean, the spirit of the Lord came upon him, so it makes sense that uh, these people would die. I'm actually going to look this up because it just says that he goes to the town of Ashkelon kills 30 people takes their clothing ashkelon's only been mentioned once so far in the bible is in the first chapter of judges and it was just kind of laying out um the area judah took over which included ashkelon but uh it just doesn't seem like it would be <sighs> the ancient seaport of ashkelon dates back to the neolithic age in the I'm reading off Wikipedia. Yeah, so but, but I mean, it would have been ruled sense. by the Egyptians, the Canaanites, the Philistines, the Assyrians. So it might be that he just went back to their hometown. Well, yeah, I'm clans. sure it was. I'm, it I'm was assuming that's the interpretation because yeah. they're the seagoing people, and it's a coastal town. So yeah, right. I, I I think that's the interpretation. It doesn't say that he killed a bunch of Philistines. I think it just assumes that the reader knows well, that who else would Ashkelon, have killed? Yeah, is yeah. It says he struck down thirty of their men. Implication yeah. being that it wasn't Israel. It'd be like if you and me had a bet, and I'm like, whoever wins the Patriots has to give the other guy like 50 bucks. And you're like, okay, great. And then like I win, and then you're like, all right, Craig, I get here's your money. And I'm like, where'd you get this from? I'm like, I murdered your mom, and she had this on her body. I'm like, 
<laughs> Thanks, Thank you, I, I guess. guess. You're hey, a, don't look a gift horse a, in the mouth. You're a right? sore loser piece of shit. <laughs> well, you don't want the money? Like, I, no, I want the money. It's um, it's part just, of my inheritance, I think. <laughs> I was gonna get this. Could have, could have just killed her. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, uh, this, this, this is my. This is the will with extra steps. <laughs> so yeah, it's fucked up, but also you kind of have to respect it, right? Like, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he ain't because they cheated. He ain't to taking win. no fucking guff, yeah. So this is there's lots of everyone's a bad guy here. Obviously, first off, he made a shitty riddle. It was almost right. cheating, but they were stupid enough to take it, so that was dumb on their part. But then they cheated, which was smart, and they <laughs> threatened his wife's life. Yeah, which they're, is they're, I don't know. Devious. Oh, oh, oh! These uh, these Israelites don't like craftiness. Like... <laughs> and then he's dumb enough to tell his wife the answer, right? So right. now he's the idiot. And then they're dumb enough to, like, think that this isn't going to go wrong and use that information against them. And then, like, so everyone just is a fuck up the whole way through the story. It's like a like a watching ping pong of fuck uppery, just going back and forth. <laughs> I uh, I like that it ends with his wife fucking his best man. Like, I don't, I don't know. Hell yeah. Is this an instance where uh, the Philistines think they have defeated Sam and then find themselves the losers? <laughs> yeah, well, they get the wife, who apparently was hot, and... Uh, yeah, gotta be. It says she goes to one of the companions, probably because he had a nice new shirt. <laughs> That's She's like, what she color is that? Up. He's like, I'm hoping it's ox blood. But, uh, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Surprise. Kind of an odd crimson shade. <sighs> um, but yeah, so he, so he, and then his wife goes and fucks his best man, which is. Yeah. Or it man. just says one of the companions. He didn't know those guys. It was one of the guys who, who threatened her life for the ranch <laughs> to the riddle. So that's cool that she has to live with him now. I guess. Honestly, though, women. I mean, she's lucky that she didn't get killed or something. Anyways, I feel at like this point. I wonder if the term "best man" is even the same way we would mean it. You know, well, it doesn't. Mine says companion. Mine doesn't oh, say best man. It just says one of the companions who attended the feast. One of those thirty guys. Oh yeah, mine just says had been his best man. So it really that's bullshit. Implies I don't believe your Bible. Relationship. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't buy that for a second. <laughs> the KJV always <laughs> says specific shit when they don't know what they're talking about. Okay. If is it There's a one. leap? Is it a leap? Yeah, I believe so. Right. <laughs> oh, that must be just the new new King's James because my actual King's James just says companion as well. Huh. Um, so yeah, it was just it was just one of his homies of the thirty, but not really his homies. Even again, this is the guys that tricked him with the riddles. So fun stuff. Uh, we should probably stop there, huh? Because otherwise, we got to do the whole rest of the Samson story. Yeah, I, I, I know we, and there's we, so much more. Yeah, the really the but, best is yet to come. Right. Um, what's hilarious is that we threatened everyone with the longest episode ever last week, and now we're getting <laughs> we're not, pretty yeah, short. It's, just, yeah, <laughs> it's better. It's better this way. Like two parts of Samson, right? You get two weeks in a row of Samson, which is exciting. Everyone loves a strong guy, right? Yeah. Buff dudes. And, Buff dudes and, are awesome. <laughs> Samson's story is going to continue to be kind of fucked up. It doesn't. It doesn't ever get not crazy. Yeah, this next part I don't even remember that well. Um, well, at least actually the part we just read, I I didn't really remember. So I know about some of the stuff that's going to happen. I knew about the lion. Didn't know about his first wife. Oddly mm. enough, um, so that was interesting. A little dark, a little twisted. You know, <laughs> want to know where I got this honey? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I just uh, I keep thinking of that scene from um, God, 
Al Pacino, Chris O'Donnell. What was that movie where he's a blind ex-marine? Sin of a Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he's just being a fucking dick at the party, being a real Samson character. Yeah. And he's like, you stop going down on your wife. You got so in- absorbed into sugar, you forgot the taste of real honey. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just oh, like, God, ow. what a fucking asshole here at our dinner party. Being a real fucking prick. He's a real Samson. Probably the Spirit of the Lord came upon Al Pacino at that uh. moment. And <laughs> <laughs> never left. Never left. Uh, Shit. Uh, that's fucking great. That's a good know. Bible. I, I I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but uh, the more we go into it, we're 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 now past a year in. But the more yeah. I go into it, I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? Like, what is it's this really, part? Why would someone write this down and think this it, was good? It's wild as hell. It's fun like, though. Like thus far, I wonder. So what thus far is the message of Samson? Is it just bitches be trouble, or I don't get it? Well, I feel like we're. Not, and see, that's the thing. It's kind of hard to talk about him too much right now because this is still just his origin. You know, this is like Uncle Ben dying right now. You know, mm. like we're going to have more to talk to about him next week. This is that girl that cheats on you first and then gives you the trust issues that manifest later in life. Yeah, this is definitely yeah, the one that turns him into a MGTOW. <laughs> one oh, of those. Man. One of those badass dudes. I feel like uh, <laughs> we use that term. There is nothing I hate more than MGTOWs. Like, <laughs> so, so for anyone who... The, yeah, I, yeah, for this not is a, This is a nuanced fucking... I, I feel like we've been saying it. We probably should have done the first part. But a MGTOW stands for men going their own way. Uh, but in practice, it's a bunch of guys that are like, yeah, we're just a bunch of dudes. And we, we, we fucking work out. And we like have a study and we don't fucking let women tell us what to do and we just fucking make our own rules and we're just not going to let women control us anymore yeah it's really fucking pathetic but it, 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 in practice it's just a bunch of guys being like a girl looked at me in the movie theater the other day and I told her to get fucked I don't need you anymore and she was just like <laughs> that was the ticket teller you fucking mean yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> women aren't going to tell me what to do that's why I punch every single one in the mouth I mean like well if you were really it going is, your uh, own way it is like top tier misogyny basically yeah, yeah if you were really going in your own way you'd go you'd get the fuck out of here like why are you constantly like complain about women yeah why is it your identity your yeah. identity like women have actually more control over you now than they ever did <laughs> yeah. my whole life now revolves around me finding instances to be around women so i can try to make them feel bad yeah so you're not really going your own way you're just still deeply entwined and dependent upon women's interaction it just seems like you don't. that's a good point i never really thought about that but yeah they're they're more dependent on them than ever yeah like you seem like I'm going my own way. It seems like it's all the fucking you can talk about. Every fucking thing out of your mouth is like, yeah, a woman was at the You've grocery never store. Never gone your own way ever. You know, a woman at the grocery store was like, hey, what do you, uh, you seem kind of cute. What do you do this weekend? I said, get fucked. All right, I'm not going to be fucking touched and by you t- And then you, all your buddies go jerk off to the story later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Obviously, hey, that's Sam. Go ahead. That's Samson, though, right? Like, he's yeah. especially coming up now, at least for a while. Um, you uh, know, he got screwed over by this girl, and he's like, "I don't, I don't need her." I'm going my own way. I'm gonna yeah. fucking get into woodworking or something. I don't. Know what the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start sampling expensive cigars. Well, he's definitely gonna do something, but we'll <laughs> save that for next week. Um, yeah, kind of a short up, but glad to share you with you guys the story of Samson so far. Um, yeah, is there anything else you got? It feels uh, pretty completionist. <laughs> 
There'll be, again, there will be a lot more thematically to talk about. I think after next week, it'll probably be longer. Than yeah, this was, I know we've talked about this, but you know who my favorite men go in their own way is? Oh, good. Who? Gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they don't. They never shut up about it either. Yeah, they're like, oh, I don't need women. I'm like, good for you. Thank you for you've broken the cycle. Somehow you. I mean, those out- are, no, those are honestly though that. If you want to go your own way as a man, you got to do that. Yeah, just fucking... That's cool. Yeah, if you're going to go your own way, just two dudes, 69ing. Yeah, just fucking own it, honestly. Yeah, I'm be, cool with that. Be a real clearly. fucking man and make your it's own just, destiny. And It's basically like a MGTOW without the misogyny. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Put all of your misogyny energy into sucking dick. Right. It's way better to take. Way yeah. better way, way, way better direction to take. It's the way life. of the Buddha. Indeed, I guess. I sure I'm not familiar. So what's our uh, what's our Twitter handle? So if you don't already, follow us on Twitter at a Revelations where we're bullying people online every day. You can send us an email at a Revelations Podcast at gmail.com if you got something long form for us. And I'll just say this for anyone out there who feels that they're oppressed by society mm-hmm. and they've got these bullies and these people who are just hurting them or something, uh-huh. you know what to do. <laughs> Fuck! I gotta beep that out. <laughs>